Welcome to another edition of the MTD podcast. Today, uh, we bring it to you from Sheffield at the headquarters of Ward High Tech. Uh, I've got two colleagues with me joining me on today's show. One is Lindsay Vickers from MTD CNC, and the second is Julian Frankland, an area sales manager for Ward High Tech. Um, so firstly, uh, welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank, Thank you very much, Paul. Um, Julian, let's start with yourself. We normally do a little bit of a, a synopsis of the individual, a bit of a character profile, so people listening can build a picture of you if they right. don't know you. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your history within uh, the industry and how long you've been at Ward High Tech. Oh, golly. I've been at Ward High Tech now for just 12 months. Um, yeah, just 12 months now. But I've been around, for some people might say, far too long. Uh, I've been in this business for over 30 years now. Um, and, I, and to most admit, for the majority of the time, I've really enjoyed it. I enjoy meeting people. I like machine tools. And yeah, it's just generally the meeting people I, I really like. It's quite interesting because when uh, we asked you what your title was, you actually said, well, maybe a machine tool guru, you know? Yes, well, as I said, uh, I said at the time, I think pretensions, pretentiousness <laughs> was my middle name. Um, but um, yeah, the thing, yeah, I'd like to think, I'd like to think that I can pass on some of the knowledge and experience I've gained over the last goodness knows how long to whoever, you know, because, and if someone said to me, well, I'm thinking about buying one of these, what do you think? I'd like to think I give them an honest and truthful answer. And if it was no, then don't do it. <laughs> well, then well, don't do it will be the first thing I said. And I think having known you from uh, a previous company as well to here, that does come across quite genuinely. And uh, uh, Lindsay and myself have been interviewing you today on the machines, and I think we both agree that you, uh, you know, you come across as quite a charismatic, uh, trustworthy gentleman. So that's <laughs> Thank you. Pro probably a good place to start. Now, coming Thank up you. in today's uh, podcast, we're gonna uh, we're gonna pick out three of the brands that you supply, which yes. we've spoken about today: the yeah. Dali, the Huachon, and the SFM. Um, we're gonna talk about them all individually, briefly. Talk about some of the reasons why you believe people should consider them strongly in their purchasing decisions, and then we're gonna finish off talking about the finance offering and the support that the company offers. Um, so let's start with the Dali. Uh, well, in fact, let's start with you, Lindsay, because you spoke to Julian today about the Dali. What, what did you pick up from his comments about that brand? Um, I kind of picked up that you were saying that these are robust machines, you know, mainly three axis, but they go up to four plus one machines. And they're good, compact, solid machines if anyone wants confidence in a workhorse of a vertical machining center. Yeah, that's... That, so, the, that's does that show it. I was listening? That, you were listening. That's, <laughs> that is it, yeah. I mean, there, there are, and I, I probably said it at the time, uh, if I put in VMC into a search engine, I wish I'd never bothered because it would never stop because there are hundreds and hundreds of these things about. And there are probably machines you've never even heard of which are available somewhere through somebody. What you really, I think, should be looking for is somebody who's selling you a machine which is proven. It does the job it's supposed to do. The, the company supplying the machine are going to look after you. Uh, and there are spares and support and service available. But the machine, it shouldn't have to be complicated. A three-axis machining center, is at the end of the day, it's a three-axis machining center. You should be looking for something that isn't going to cause you problems because that's the last thing you want. You want something that you can put in and it's going to run and you can forget about it. And nope. the next, next time you talk, think about it, as well, it needs a service. Yeah. And I mean, when you look around your showroom here, there's, there's quite a lot of machines 
in stock and that's not just because you're not selling them it's because it's the way ward high tech operates it's you bring the philosophy them in of the company to yeah. move them uh quickly which which you do tend to do there is a quite a few darlies here and we've looked at them today we've looked at the mcv 1800 i believe it is with a yes. bbt 50 massive box guideway construction machine that's right weighs about 15 or even 18 tons i can't remember exactly yeah that's it right the way down to the smaller 860s and the five axis machine and um, there's some quite unique features and i do appreciate your your sentiment julian about the fact it's about reliability it's about you know buying something that's fit for purpose but there's a couple of points on the machines that i'd point out one of which on the five axis is they have a um you have like this fanuc control thing on the spindle motor which means you can get maximum torque at 1500 rpm yeah uh, as well as 15,000 rpm at the, at the top, at the top end, end yeah. these are these are quite some things when you start looking in detail at machines aren't they yes they are and there's something that perhaps for the more for the subcontract market is something that people should be looking at and considering more because you're looking at well uh, a, a machine it's not can do anything and everything but you're looking for versatility. Uh, and if a machine's versatile, then it means that you've got more opportunities to pitch for work uh, and perhaps gain contracts by virtue of the fact you've got a machine that you feel comfortable with, reliable, is gonna be reliable enough, and you're not gonna be pushing it. Now, I think that's a good thing. And the other point I was uh, listening to yourself or one of your colleagues was about is how some of the FANUC controls on these machines and now e even the basic entry level FANUC controls offer some quite sophisticated functionality which yes. means makes programming very easy yes, it does, and very yeah. affordable as well. Well it does, in addition to all the features you would expect from a modern control system such as Ethernet connection, USB connection, connectivity, flash card drives and all this, you've got manual guide I from the, all the FANUC control systems and manual guide I means you can program on the machine you can program off the machine using exactly the same facility as a, on your PC, or alternative, you can use a, a system such as SolidWorks, for example, um, who can, where you can actually fully program offline in, incorporating uh, DXF or AutoCAD, AutoCAD drawings into, straight into the system, and then you can, pro, you can send the program up the, up the Ethernet connection to the machine. There's a variety of different ways of doing things now. And, and it's a shame people can't see with the podcast, but there's plenty of videos on the MTD CNC channel of the amount of machines that are here at Ward High Tech. Lindsay, you've been here a, a few times recently, and it is quite um, eye-opening to see the amount of machines that are moving through here. You look at the Dali models, uh, and you know they're quite well, well finished, um, as we've mentioned about the construction, they're good build quality. But the proof is in what the customer thinks, isn't it? And there was one thing Julian mentioned to you today, which you've not stopped talking about. Well, no, I, I was actually going to bring that up because, you know, we go out on the road to a lot of case studies. We go and see customers and people buy off people. Yes. That's what we're talking about, but people also buy when they see other people. And we're a bit like sheep, aren't we? We like to follow and if they see someone else having success something, they want a bit of it too. And so the first thing was that I asked you is, have you got any customer reviews? Like, you know, darling machines, maybe not everybody knows about them. Do enough people know about them? And what reviews have you got from customers? Well, you often think, you know, it's a funny thing, I thought about it afterwards. I thought, well, sometimes, is it because people don't want everybody to know? Yeah. You know, I've got so many machines, but I don't want everybody to know about it because I'm successful in what I have. 
there is one particular company we have a, an excellent relationship with up in the northwest of England. We've got over 20 machines. Dali machines. Dali machines. And there are other customers, I mean, even in the local area, who've got six, seven, eight machines as well. We were, think, we were talking about it uh, over lunch, you know, and these people keep on buying these machines because they're happy with them. And they're all different sizes. They're not all the same. The, you know, the, the various uh, um, later models, what have you, but, you know, they, they are good. I've got a little bit of a controversial question then for Go you. Then. Do you feel like where you as World High Tech are based, are people more likely to buy off you locally or do people buy up and down the country from you? And what are your thoughts on location for a machine tool supplier? Because, of course, it adds to the service and support too, being more local. You know, I've worked for companies in, well, over the period of time I've been in machine tools. I started off in Home Firth in Huddersfield. I went down to Kingston-upon-Thames. I went down to Wembley. Then back up to the Midlands. I don't know. I, I feel comfortable working in the north. But, you know, one of our more... One of our really, a really good customer of Ward High Tech is based in Poole in Dorset. I know much. I think Yes. A very, very good customer, but a, quite a number of machines. I'll, I'll be perfectly frank, I can't remember exactly which ones or how many, but quite a number of machines have been bought by AEC, and they couldn't be... Well, they're nearer France than here, aren't they? You know? <laughs> they always buy them in the summer, though, don't they? Because Alan likes to go... Well, Alan likes to go down to Bournemouth, yeah. Pool, pool, yeah. Pool. It has been said, yes. <laughs> um, let, let's move <laughs> by on. By most of us, actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's reassuring to hear your, your comments on the Dali um, range, and I, and I do encourage people to come here to look at these machines because there is quite something here to see the, the different um, models that are available. Let's move on to Huachon because this was the second machine that we've done some interviews on today. And again, really, the diversity is incredible. Everything from this small Qtex here, right the way up to the um, right the way up to the the big 850 at the bottom yes. there. I mean, just just quite a range, and, Julian. And everything in between. And I think that's you know again the Huachon philosophy seems to be, well, we'll make one machine and then we'll make all the various variations of that one machine. So we'll have it with one turret, we'll have it with half indexing, we'll have it with a y-axis, we'll have it with a subspindle. And you'll see that throughout the range that that's available. But how do you compete in this area? I mean, let's be realistic here. You, we're looking at machines here, Julian, that there, there is, you mentioned about tapping into Google a, a VMC. What about if you tap in eight-inch chuck turning centre. I mean, well, you have equally the same problem, don't you? Or, just, yeah, well, or even worse. At the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody somewhere cheaper than you are. I personally have a... Well, my philosophy now is... And I, I sort of tell anybody who's prepared to listen until they get fed up with me, that, you know, if you're, looking, if you're buying a two-axis lathe, why would you spend a lot of money on, on this and the other? I think what you should be looking at on that kind of machine is who's going to be there for you? Who's going to look after you? Who's going to be there when things go wrong at five o'clock on a Friday night? Who's going to be there? Is, is there somebody going to be there and who's going to pick up a phone? And I think there is. And are you suggesting then the capabilities at that level are all very similar across different brands? I, I don't, honestly, I don't believe there's any really bad machines anymore. This, you know, 30 years ago was a different story. 
It's uh, like cars, really. When you when we talk about cars, they've changed. Yeah. You know, lots of brands they had bad reputations, but now we've all got to hit a certain standard and specification. Some will be more robust than others, um, and you've kind of just got to sell. You know, these are they're classed as solid machines. So what yeah. you're telling me is, they do what they need to, but we're doing the extra bit. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's think... a bit like the you talk about cars. A bit like the Skoda. There was a guy that. Basically, you know, they used to say about Skoda cars. Well, he, he drove off the edge of a cliff on this Skoda, landed at the, at the bottom, I mean, it was about a 200-foot drop, and he got out and he walked away. I mean, that wouldn't have happened years ago, but he, he just didn't want to be seen dead in a Skoda. <laughs> oh, oh, you were so wrong. Yeah, I was, um, I, you know, I wasn't oh expecting that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been. Oh. Yeah, come on, it was, it's Paul's. Have you ever heard of the Fiat, fix it again, Tony, and fix it again tomorrow? But they've yeah. changed their brand, and, you know, people, it's, times have changed. Uh, things have, have changed. changed. Things have become more reliable. And I, but the thing is, and this is the, th you know, the thing about watching, you know, okay, you buy a two-axis lathe, you buy a 200, or a, even a two-thirds, say, 450 size machine, and you buy a two-axis lathe. But at some point, you may want to think, well, actually, I need more. I need driven tools. I need the C-axis, I need a Y-axis, and even perhaps like a sub-spindle. The thing is, you can get exact, all those things on the exact same model that you've got used to running on a two-axis lathe. Yeah, it's, it's a nice thing to be able to offer. I can imagine you've got a lot of tools in your box, and when, when, when you see uh, something like the 850, a, a big five-metre wow, turning length. A uh, wow machine. It, it, it's it really is. It's a huge machine. And to have it here, here readily available, 24-inch or 32-inch chuck, up to 380mm bore capacity if you need it, I think it is, isn't it, a, as an option? Or? It's, it's an incredible... I mean, that really is an incredible machine. I, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what that machine is like with a double turret coming straight at you at 20, 20 metres a minute with a big metre-long boring bar stuck out the end of it. I mean, it's flipping egg. <laughs> I'd rather sell them than you use know, them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but what can that machine do? You know, that machine will do a fabulous job. Mm. It, it really is a, it's a monster of a machine. Uh, the largest privately owned machine tool manufacturer in Korea, proud of their history with their own foundry, uh, must be pumping out hundreds or thousands of machines a year yes. which which supports i suppose and um, the reason to want to be able to supply them here from ward high tech yeah i, I mean the thing watching is a uh, there's more to watching than meets the eye you know i mean a lot not many people know this but you know so many korean machines come in now with seom chucks watching on seom chucks it's a it's a watching company and you know not many people know that but you know this it's a company that makes quite a lot of other equipment um, and they're quite competitively priced as well aren't they this oh, is one gosh. of the things i've always found we'll come on to the to the financing in a minute again at this point i would encourage you to visit our youtube channel and watch some of the videos that we've done today on the Huachon machines everything from the 850 right down to the to the smaller machines. Um, we're always quite limited for time on these things, Julian, so we're going to move on to an, the final brand that we're going to talk about, although there are other brands that you do supply here at Ward High Tech. The SFM, um, this uh, can be best described as a flatbed, maybe oil country machines. How, how, to, how do you best describe them? Generally speaking, I would describe it as an oil country type machine, mainly because you can have a, a larger spindle bore, which will accommodate pipe, type work. People like that type of machine, particularly in the oil and gas sector, 
Uh, and so the fact that it's got that capability, it's got the double chuck capability, so you have a chuck mounted on the front of the spindle of the headstock and on the back of the headstock, so you can grip a pipe uh, properly and then machine it. Uh, that is seen as a major benefit. And the longer beds, of course, the bigger swings, the fact that you've got large boring bar attachments and ca large boring capability on that type of machine, it makes it a very impressive machine all around. Do, do you have a bit of a crossover with the SFM and, and the Huachon? Because you've got some big machines there. Are they competing or, or not? It's all down to the application, really, Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, I think um, certainly where the SFM comes into its own is certainly when it starts looking at boring. Because the, the ability to put a 150 millimeter diameter boring bar on a machine up to a meter, even longer, is something you wouldn't be able to do, generally speaking, on a slant bed. I think when you look at these, these flatbed machines at the SFMs, I remember coming here about three months ago, in fact, during the last lockdown, oh, yeah. there was a demonstration being done on the machine for a customer where they were trying to create a surface finish like couldn't be achieved anywhere else. And you achieved it, some uh, terrific RA value. Yes. I, I can't remember, you know, I couldn't put a figure on it, but how it was achieved was down to the stability of the machine, the, the tooling, the method and the strategy of machining, which was prime turning, wasn't it? That yes. You were t t turning backwards using the Sandvik solution. That's right. But, the, but what was achieved on the surface finish was well beyond what another manufacturer could produce on a similar application. And then you think, well, how do you get to that? Well, that comes from a machine that has very little vibration, is structured correctly. So that's a good illustration of how these machines are portrayed, isn't it? Absolutely right, yeah. I, I mean, that was a very, very good application for that type of machine. Could you do it on a slant bed? Well, maybe, maybe. But, you know, you'd be looking at various other different ways of actually supporting the work. And it, the way that we actually did it was to take what was being done on a manual machine at the customer's premises and translating it into how would we do it on this machine then? And the fact that was that, that machine had a 10 inch spindle bore, it had a double chuck arrangement. So effectively we pushed most of the components, and it was four meters long, we pushed two meters up the spout of the machine, up the headstock. So you only had two meters actually protruding from the headstock. You could turn two meters, then you turned it round, you turned the other two meters from the other end, and then you could get, once you got all the meat off it effectively, you could actually finish it. And it worked brilliantly. What's the um, biggest the SFM go to, Julian? The biggest of the smallest, just so people can get the a picture The biggest is that you can get up to eight meters between centers. Uh, the biggest chuck you can get on there is about 40 inches. Okay. But you can swing, you can swing bigger, but you're looking at how much you can swing over the cross slide. Yeah. Because that's going to be a limiting factor. Seen the machines as well at exhibitions, and, and, and again, you carry them from stock here, which is we do unusual. Try, yeah. there's, well, there's yes, many. we do try. Yeah. I bet if you get into what we call a flatbed fight, if there is such a term, <laughs> you're probably you're probably one of the one of the only ones that would have one with a five six meter between centres, aren't you? Well, yes, you, that may well be the case. Yeah. Flatbed yeah. fight. A, bit, a flatbed fight. I've, yeah, the mind boggles really, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> talking about fighting and getting close to one another, um, I know that Paul wanted to move on to talking about financing and everything. And uh, you 
during our interviews earlier, we're talking about wrapping your arms around a customer. And I said, you can't do it during this uh, current climate. No, um, no But I you can't. did touch on it earlier. And you said about how you look after your customer and it's more to just buying a machine. It's about the background and the service. Yes. Putting your arms around the customer. What, what are you doing here? And then let's talk about the finance and how you're making the machines more accessible to somebody. Well, the thing is, more and more, you know, over the last well, 20 years, engineering companies have been losing people. They've been losing skills. Skills are on the shop floor are falling way, way behind now because apprentices weren't being taken on for a long time. And not only that, but the guys who were on the shop wouldn't go into the production engineering departments. Well, they're just not there anymore. So we, I believe, we believe that people are looking for a little bit more these days. It isn't a case I just want to buy a machine and I can do with it as I will. Well, what am I going to do on it? And they're looking for support to help with regard to who's going to select, help me help me with the tooling. I need to know what tooling I'm going to use. You, you mentioned earlier about the shaft turning with the trying to achieve a finish. That's something that we, we worked extensively with the tooling supplier and the customer with. We look at various fixture and design. We look at supporting the customer in any way we possibly can. And I think that's where people start feeling comfortable with the fact that if I go to Ward High Tech, I'm going to get a prop. I'm going to be looked after, mm. and that makes people want to go with you. Okay, so you've got the support. Um, what about the funding? Let's conclude on this one. That's Again, you know, the thing is, I, I, one size I don't think fits all. I mean, we don't believe it does. But the thing is, we have various different options available to us. We have a managing director who uh, 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 can get ideas. Well. Listen, let's, let's listen to the guy, listen to the person who's actually wanting to buy the machine. What does he, what's he looking for? What does he really need? What will help him? If we can find that out, then we can tailor something to suit him. And there are various different things available at the moment, as you're probably well aware. The C-bills, you know, the uh, coronavirus... You lost me from all. but there's that <laughs> that we have different various different offers available throughout the year buy now pay possibly in six months time um, there are various different things but you know we can tailor things to suit him because sometimes people are a little bit con well obviously now confidence is lacking from a lot of people we had our confidence package we could do things at the front end well, let's delay the payments on the front end. We can do all sorts of things, but, we can, but it's only by talking to our customers and, let, and making sure that they trust us. And it's a two-way street then. We can work, work, work with them. And I think the fact that you know, you've got ownership over a lot of the equipment here and you've not got you know, somebody uh, sitting above you breathing down your neck you know, in terms of repayments from your own side, the fact that a lot of this equipment here is obviously is your own, it means you can be as flexible as you choose to at whichever point you need to be. Something about this company is the owner of the company is a salesman. He's an out-and-out -out salesman, and he's a very, very good salesman. He's been at it for a lot, even longer than I have, which is quite something. But, um, but by virtue of that, he knows what people, he, he knows how to approach things and he's flexible mm. and uh, I think that's a very, very positive thing.
Yeah, and I think the, uh, one thing we've learned in time is the uh, selling and and the support go hand in hand, and I think that's um, credit to uh, you know the owner of the company yes, and, and everybody that, that works is. with him. Um, I think what we'd probably do is is we'll wrap this podcast up at this stage, Julian. Um, I know you've got to uh, go down the Skoda showroom to have a look at your next car. Um, don't press the button on the microphone yet because we've not, <laughs> we've not quite finished. Uh, it's been really good if to be here today and look at the machines and uh, learn more about the machines and about yourself. And hopefully people that are listening to this podcast that want to see more, you can on our YouTube channel and on mtdcnc.com. Um, I'd like to thank you both for joining us today. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Lindsay. That's it for no, this thank you. It's been, it's been a real pleasure thank to meet you. both of you again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.